Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. Today, we have a story time of the worst teacher ever. You guys might think that you had a really bad teacher, but this teacher is genuinely probably one of the worst teachers to ever exist. Uh, as you guys will see in today's story, I know you'll enjoy it, so sit back, relax, subscribe to the channel if you're new, leave a like in the video to claim your free nothing, and let's jump right into it. Anyways, so we're going to call the subscriber who submitted this story Mike. So anyways, this all happened in an 8th grade class. So on the first day of school, uh, that's kind of when you tell, like, I don't know, you try and get a sense of, like, what your teachers are like. You're trying to figure out if you got the hard-o teacher, if you got the chill teacher, if you got the, the teacher who's so old that they don't even know what's going on, so you can kind of coast in class. Well, you're trying to figure out what kind of teacher you got. So anyways, uh, who, who are we going to call the teacher? We're going to call the teacher Mr. Pugs. <laughs> so don't confuse that with me. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're going to call the teacher Mr. Pugs because, like, why not? Anyways, uh, Mike walks into class. Um, he's, he has one of his boys in the class, which is always really cool. Uh, for some reason, I usually don't know anyone in any of my classes. I don't know how. It just always happens. And all my friends have all their friends. And I'm like, come on, dude. Anyways, Mike walks in with one of his boys to Mr. Pugs' class. And he sits down. And immediately, like, Mr. Pugs just seems super chill. Like, he's like, yes, I scored. I got a great teacher. The reason was, like, this guy, he seemed kind of fresh out of college. Obviously, he's a bit older than just fresh out of college. I don't even know if you can just... I think you got to go to grad school to become a teacher or something. But anyways, right, this dude seemed pretty chill. Um, he was, like, very much, like... I don't know, he taught, he, like, spoke with a little bit of, like, college bro slang, just, like, a little bit. Not so much that he sounded necessarily unprofessional, but just enough that he sounded like, he got you, man. He was just in college, so he gets, he gets what, like, a, like, an, a really, like, annoying teacher versus really cool teacher is. Kind of like that type of vibes. So Mike was, like, really hyped, because he's like, all right, finally, I got a cool teacher, whatever. Uh, another kind of important piece of information is uh, Mike went to a private school. The reason why he went to a private school, well, a lot of the kids in Mike's class, they just, like, their parents just had, like, a lot of ex extra money and they wanted to put their kids through a better school. Mike just happened to live in the area and there was, like, a special kind of, like, thing at that private school. If you lived in the area, you could go basically for free. But it was a fairly, like, expensive school to go to. You might be thinking this is kind of, like, a really weird extraneous detail. It is super important for later on in the video. Trust me. Anyways, right, so Mike is, like, gets in there, he's like, ah, he's like, alright, so I got a pretty cool teacher. On the very first day, the teacher's like, go around, tell me, like, something about yourself, and, like, I think some kid, like, crack, I, I don't know exactly what the joke was, but he cracks some, like, relatively inappropriate joke, and Mike started to, like, cringe, because, like, basically every teacher at the school would be like, you can't say that, go to the principal's office, or they just very awkwardly reprimand them. But basically what the teacher did was he basically cracked, like, an equally inappropriate joke back. Super risky move, because if you get the wrong student who, like, really doesn't like that type of stuff, they could have easily reported this teacher, Mr. Pugs, to the front office, and he would have gotten, I don't know if the teacher would have been fired, but he would have been in hot water, right? So right off the bat, Mike's like, all right, this guy's definitely a chiller, like, this is great, um, you know, you love to see it. However, this over time would slowly become more and more apparent that this was simply just not the case. 
Yeah, so anyways, right, sure enough, just let's go a couple weeks into school. So the actual day-to-day of Mr. Pugs' class is pretty chill at first, or it actually is always chill, and the reason why he's the worst teacher ever is a little bit more interesting, as you'll see. But the day-to-day is pretty chill. So it's an English class, they have an assigned reading, and up until this point, all they had to do was read, quote-unquote read, which I think a lot of you guys know. Reading in an English class basically means, okay, discussion time, you wait for the tryhard, which, like, shout-out to the tryhard. You guys always do well and go to good college or whatever. But for the average person like me, you, um, the person who actually applies themselves, which shout out to them, I'm not going to say try hard because that has a negative implication. I was a try hard towards the end of my, end of my high school, I was actually kind of a try hard. Um, but the people who apply themselves, right, and actually did the reading, you wait for them to go first and then you say, yeah, to piggyback off of so-and-so and then you just reword the whole thing. And some teachers will kind of get on you and be like, oh, what did you actually think? What about the specific details? And they try and like, they try and like fish information out of you to catch you if you didn't actually read it. But I think uh, Mr. Pugs kind of knew what was going on, but was also just kind of a chill dude. Or he seemed like one. Yeah, so Mr. Pugs was like running a pretty cool class, or at least Mike really liked it. Uh, So that's until they had their first assignment, right? Their first paper, their first graded essay. So they were given a reading, and this time Mike actually did it because he had to write a paper on it. And so basically what happened was, uh, you know, Mike had to write a paper on this, like, Mike had to write a paper on this reading. And so Mike did a pretty good job. He's, like, Mike's, like, a relatively good writer. He definitely has more of an, like, if, if you had to say, what are you good at, like, foreign language, math, English, writing, um, something like that, science, like, what are you good at, Mike would definitely say he's good at writing. So this is a proclivity for, like, writing, like, a tendency to have, like, really good writing, right? Anyways, um, so he submits it, and he feels pretty good about himself. Anyways, grades come out the next day, and Mike receives a 75. So you might be thinking, okay, got a C, whatever, like, cool, like, okay. I just want to say, like, at this high school, it just, like, socially, like, no one got Cs. Like, Cs were super rare. You might get a C or something like that on a math test. I just feel like in math and science, it's a lot easier to get super low grades because a lot of times the grading is really subjective or, yeah, it's really subjective or objective, I should say. Sorry. And it's like, it's like, did you get the math problem right or wrong? So, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, just kind of like... You can't really be like, oh, well, I had good intentions with my math problem. Oh, okay, then you get an A. Or it's also like, oh, I, you know, showed my work and got the perfect answer. Well, I didn't like the way you thought about it. Even though you got the right answer, you're getting an F. Like, you can't really do that in STEM or, I mean, in rare cases. But overall, the grades are kind of based on what you do. But I've always found, like, in English classes, definitely at least for me, that, like, it was, the grades were always in a very tight range. Like, they were always, like, A's or B's, no C's, no, like, really high A's or anything. And for some reason, I feel like you could, like, I had one English class, or history class, but you had a lot of essays in high school my freshman year. The thing was, I talked to a bunch of other people, and this was true for me, too. The first grade you got on your essay, you literally never went up or down. If you got an 87 on your first paper, you get an 87 across the board. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is that getting a 75 at this school in an English class is unheard of. So after like, okay, so Mike comes in, he's a little worried, right? He comes into class and he sits down, talks to his friend. He's like, dude, like, how'd the paper go? And his friend's like, dude, I got a 74. Mike's like, dude, I got a 75. And he's like, dude, what? like this, this English, he like, Mr. Pug seems so cool. Like what happened? Yeah, so anyways, right, Mr. Pugs kind of just is like, all right, guys, like, settle down. Like, I know you guys all received your grades, and probably not all of you are super happy with it, which um, was a fair assumption. The whole class was pretty pretty much freaking out at this point. 
And Mr. Pugs went on to say, like, hey, like, you know, sometimes, like, the grades are just what the grades are. Like, you know, I, I have pretty high standards for you guys, I, but I want to let you know that there's an opportunity for you guys to improve your grades. Like, you'd assume it's extra credit, right? I don't know. Redo the assignment. Um, maybe do a write-up of what you would have done differently. Maybe make all the edits and submit it again for, like, a 10% boost. I don't know, right? These are very standard, like, things teachers would do. Sometimes teachers just straight-up give curves. Like, they know that, you know, they're really supposed to be given an average of a B, and if they gave an average of a C, maybe they just graded too harshly. That happens, too. But uh, Mr. Pugs had a different idea in mind. He said, if you guys want extra credit, see me after class. So about half the class showed up, because I think some of them got, like, low Bs and were like, whatever. I think some got Cs and were like, meh, don't care. But a lot of kids showed up for the extra credit opportunity. So anyways, Mr. Pugs is like, all right, guys, well, um, I just thought I'd be straight up with you guys. Uh, Yeah, so I actually am going to give you an opportunity that you can take whatever grade you have now and receive a 92. So immediately, Brett's like, sorry, not Brett, that's the last guy. Uh, Mike's like, yeah. Uh, of course I'm going to do this, right? A guaranteed 92? Like, yeah, all right, I'll hear you out, man. And this is where Mr. Pugs really goes off the rails. And this is where he kind of really does truly expose himself for being a not-so-great guy. So Mr. Pugs says, all right, well, I uh, just want to let you guys know, if you come into class tomorrow, and you come in, and when you're at home, you, put, you take 20 bucks, you put it in an envelope, you write your name on the envelope, so I know, know whose envelope it is, and put it on my desk... And by the end of class, I will check who's done that. And whoever's done that, their whatever grade you have in the books will be changed to a 90, a 91, or a 92. It's got to be a little random so things don't look suspicious. You got me, guys? So everyone was standing there like, at first, like some kids were like, haha, whatever, right? This, this got to be a joke. But they all looked at Mr. Pug's face and he was like dead serious. Like he had that look of like, I'm not messing around, bro. <laughs> like, I just want you to look, I just want you to know. I'm not screwing around. I'm dead serious with this. So slowly but surely, people were starting to realize that Mr. Pugs was dead serious with this. And some kids were like, all right, cool. Like, we'll keep it a secret if you do. Because, like, here's the thing. I said a detail earlier on that, like, a lot of these kids, it was, like, private school. So a lot of the kids went there, had a lot of disposable money. Their parents would just give them whatever. And especially if they said, hey, like, I got to do this for school. I mean, the law, I mean, I don't know. These are probably the parents of the people who like paid money for fake SAD scores. So who even knows at this point? Yeah. But uh, anyways, so some of the kids were like super quiet because they're like, what is like this? This got to be a joke. Like he's, he's definitely trolling. But I think some of the other kids were starting to realize that no, like Mr. Pugs was not trolling. But some of the kids were totally fine with it. They're like, oh yeah, I don't have to work and I just have to pay 20 bucks for a free A. Sure. Um, so yeah, uh, here's the thing though. Mike barely has, like, 30 bucks in his bank account. So Mike's family's pretty middle class. Like, they're very kind of, like, they get by, but he can't really have much more. So he can't ask his mom for, like, oh, can I have 50 bucks? Like, that's just not a thing, right? So Mike is in a position where he just simply can't pay this amount. Because, yeah, sure, totally. Some of Mike's friends, maybe they could, you know, they could do it. Mike's friends could just go to their parents and be like, yo, I need 50 bucks. Like, I mean, if Mike's friend's parents were probably going to try and, like, cheat him, like, them through, like, SAT stuff that, like, cost 50,000 bucks, 50 bucks for an A per paper, like, that's nothing to them. Mike was not in this situation. Remember, the only reason he is able to go to the school is, like, the tuition he has to pay is, like, 1% of what the tuition normally is because he lives so close. So now Mike's in a situation where he's going to get screwed over because it seems like this teacher, like, just will... I I don't know. It seems like he's going to discriminate against Mike for not paying, right? Or for not not being able to pay. So Mike kind of waits till all the other kids leave. And Mike goes up to the teacher. He's like, hey, look, 
I totally would do this, but you got to know that like, I just, you know, I just don't got the money like these classmates do. And the teacher is super, Mr. Pugs, I thought everyone thought he was cool, but he was super candid. And he looked at Mike, he's like, well, can you just ask your parents for that? Like uh, you're going to the school. I know the school isn't cheap. So now it's very clear Mr. Pugs had a plan the whole time that he was going to run a racket and make a ton of money going to one of these private kids, like private schools with all the rich kids, whatever, and just basically squeeze them dry. Honestly, Mr. Pugs probably just saw like the college admission scandal or whatever on TV and thought, oh, that's actually a great idea. Let me be like that guy who's being arrested right now. And also it's pretty, I mean, you guys could, I mean, at least uh, Mike or Mike's kind of had a feeling that Mr. Pugs was a lot more risky. Because remember, I told you guys a little earlier on the very first day of school, Mr. Pugs responded to a very kind of questionable joke with an even more questionable joke. Like I said, if one kid in that class didn't like the questionable joke that Mr. Pugs made, it would have been over for Mr. Pugs, you know? So he's obviously more of a risk taper, a risk taker type of guy. So anyways... Uh, Mike explains to him, like, look, haha, look, I, I live in the area. I'm one of the few kids who gets here basically for free. Um, and Mr. Pugs is looking at him. And Mike was really hoping that, like, okay, Mr. Pugs just wants to get the bag. I can respect that. But hopefully deep down, he's still a chill guy. Mr. Pugs looks at Mike and says, hey, man, I can't help you here. I can help you, though, if you give me an envelope with $50 in it to buy tomorrow. And Mike's like, What? Anyways, right, so when Mike gets home, he calls one of his friends who's in the class but wasn't there that day because he was sick or something. Mike explains everything that happened. The friend is like, oh, my God, this teacher's actually insane. Like, this is, this is terrible, right? And Mike goes on to say, like, look, uh, I, I don't know what to do. I just, you know, I just don't got the resources for, for this, and I'm not going to, like, fail a class because I can't pay off the teacher. So here's the thing. Mike realizes that, you know, Mr. Pugs is being very blatant about it and that he probably the best route of action for Mike to take is to go to the principal and basically tell him Mr. Pugs, right? The first thing, you know, Mr. Pugs or Mike wants to do is like, first of all, let me collect some evidence. Let me build up a case so that, you know, I'll basically pressure Mr. Pugs. And this was the plan. So this one friend, Mike was talking to this one friend. He said, look, say that you want to go meet with Mr. Pugs and ask about the offer. Um, have a recording device so you can get proof of it. Maybe take some photos, whatever, when he's gone of like the envelopes or whatever to kind of back up the story. And then if you could send that over to me and then I'll go up to Mr. Pugs and basically say, hey, I want the same treatment, but I can't be paid. And I'll use that as a bargaining chip. And if Mr. Pugs refuses, then I'll go to the principal. Okay, should, have Mike, should Mike have just gone to the principal in the first place? Should Mike maybe have just gone there and... Uh, Maybe Mike should have just gone to the principal because this is a pretty unethical thing Mr. Pugs is doing. But I can't blame the guy for being like, you know what, let me see if I can get an easy A without having to pay. Like, Mike isn't like the, the villain of this story. He might not be a perfect hero. It's a complicated hero, you know what I mean? Yeah, but anyways, right, so uh, Mike's friend the next day, you know, goes up to Mr. Pugs and says, hey man, like, uh, I heard a little bit about like you're doing some extra credit stuff. Can we talk about it? Mr. Pugs is like, yeah, just wait five minutes after class. So sure enough, right, uh, Mike, you know, has like kind of like ex in, explained or instructed to his friend, like, okay, you have your iPhone on you, put, you put it in your pocket, or no, no, you hold it in your hand. Because like holding an iPhone in your hand isn't sus at all, right? People just will have their phones out. Have voice memos on and record the conversation. I'll get the photos of like the, the, the envelopes with the names and the money on them. So then we can match video proof with photographic proof and physical evidence, and then I'll get a pretty good case. 
Anyways, though, so yeah, uh, Mike's friend goes up to Mr. Pugs. Uh, they have a little meeting, and afterwards he meets up with Mike. And Mike is like, dude, did you get it? Did you get it? And you know, his friend's like, I don't know. Like, let me check my phone. So Mike's friend pulls out his phone, and they check the audio recording. It's not perfect, but it is very clearly Mr. Pug speaking. And it's, it's basically Mr. Pug says the same thing that he said to all Mike and all of his friends in the class. He's very straight up. He's very much like, look, I'll change your grade to give me 50 bucks in an envelope with your name on it by tomorrow morning. Like, he is very straight up. That's one thing about Mr. Pugs, is he is strangely confident. So here's the thing. He is very confident, and he's very bold, not because necessarily, he probably is a little bit of a, you know, a risk taper, taker, irrational, whatever. Mr. Pugs has something that Mike does not know. Because even at this point, Mike is like, why is he being so straight up about it? Why is he just saying it? Like, why is he so bold? Here's the thing. As you guys will hear in just a second, there is a reason why Mr. Pugs feels as if he can be as bold as he truly is. So anyways, right, uh, Mike has already gotten photos of like, I, I, I don't know, like the $50 in the envelopes with the names. Now he has the audio recording. He backs that stuff up on some Google Drive. So there's, he's got it, right? So Mike goes up, he says, like, send, goes up, sends an email, maybe talks to Mr. Pugs. I don't know. Somehow he gets in contact with his teacher. He's like, look, we got to talk for a little bit after class. So after class, Mr. Pugs is sitting at his desk. and He's like, hey, Mike, like, well, what's up? And it's very weird. It's a super weird dynamic because Mr. Pugs is actually still very chill in class. He's like, he feels like one of the boys until he's basically forcing you to pay him to get a good grade, which is ridiculous. Um, but, you know, Mike's like, hey, man, like, I just want to say... I really think you should reconsider, like, uh, the whole $50 thing when it comes to me. Like, I promise we won't have any, like, issues, but, like, you know, it, it, like, I just can't, I don't have the same access to these as these other kids do. And Mr. Pugs is like, hey, man, like, I'm just trying to make, like, some money here. You know how it is. I'm sure you know how it is. So Mike's like, all right, well, since we're on the same page, you can't really take this too personally. Yeah, so then Mike goes on to basically say, hey, look, I don't want to do any of this. But this is pretty unfair for me. So I, and I guess I just like, he says, look, I got like, I, I got some proof of what you're doing. And he says, look, yeah, I, I get it. Like you're kind of a newer teacher here and I, I'd want you to stay here. And Mike's starting to say this with a bit of confidence because Mike feels as if that he is the upper hand. But the thing is, he doesn't know what Mr. Pugs has up his sleeve. And Mr. Pugs has quite, quite the Uno reverse card up his sleeve. As you'll see, as you'll see. So Mike basically goes on to say, look, I have evidence of what you're doing. Um, like, I, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty solid case. It's pretty sealed. And he said, look, I am going to go to the principal if you don't, like, if we can't work something out. Right? He says, I can't pay you. Like, I'll still do the work. I'll still do the project. I'm just being asked to be graded fairly. And, uh, you know, Mr. Pug looks at him and says, so, Mike, are you, are you threatening me right now? And Mike's like, well, I mean, that, that, that's a harsh way to put it. Like, that's a, maybe relax a little bit. I don't know if I'm threatening you. I'm just, uh, I don't know. I'm just uh, in- encouraging you to make a good choice here. And Mr. Pugs is like, all right, go to the principal. And Mike's like, what? Mike's like, no, you don't understand. I have a solid case against you. I have audio evidence. I have physical evidence. And uh, Mr. Pugs is like, I can go with, to the principal with you and I can tell him what I'm doing. Won't matter. And Mike's like, no, no, this has to be against the rules of the school. And Mr. Pugs is like, oh, yeah, totally. This is, like, super legal. And at this point, Mike is just so confused. He is so taken off guard right now. Uh, real quick, comment school down below if you made it this far into the video. 
That'll be the secret word of the day. And while you're in the comment section, commenting school, make sure to check out the pinned comment as there's a link to the Spotify page in which I upload all these videos on Spotify. Please follow me on there and watch some podcast style whatever on Spotify from my account. If you use Spotify, I'm trying to build that up. And then also a link to my Storytime animated channel. I only post once a week and I really do appreciate the support. Anyways, though, Mike is, Mike is just so confused. He's like, well, why is Mr. Pug so confident? And Mr. Pugs looks at him and says, Mike, Mike, you look confused. And Mike in his head is like, yeah, I'm confused. He's like, uh, did you not just say that what you're doing is like super illegal? Mr. Pugs is like, yeah, man, it is. He's like, did, did you not just say that, that this is damning evidence that could totally get you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I did. And uh, he's like, and you don't, do you just think I'm not going to go to the principal with it? Do you just think that I don't have the, the guts? Because I, I will, I will, like, I, I will do it. And Mr. Pugs is like, yeah, of course, I'll go with you. I'll tell him everything I'm doing. He already knows. And, you know, at this point, Mike is just so confused. And, you know, uh, and Mr. Pugs is like, well, Mike, I, you're probably not the first guy to go to him. Like, you're definitely not the first guy to say, hey, I'm going to tell someone. But it really doesn't matter. Because, Mike, I want to let you know something. Human beings, human beings are complicated individuals, you know? We have a lot of good. We have a lot of, you know, questionable motives. Look, I'm a school teacher. I think I'm a pretty chill guy. I came to the profession I want people to learn. I think you guys learn a lot in my class. I really do. But the other thing is school teachers, you know, we don't get compensated that well. And I know I'm getting paid a bit more than public school teacher, but still not enough for, you know, the sacrifice I'm making. So I'm just trying to make a little more money, man. I know this is not the most ethical way, but uh, I just want to let you know, if you, if you know enough about someone and you know someone for a long enough time, and in the principal, I, I've known him for quite a long time, man. I've known him for a long time. And when you know someone for long enough, you start to realize that they are just like everyone else. They have their upsides, they have their positives, but man, they also have their drawbacks. They also have the skeletons. And uh, let's just say that the principal probably wants to keep those in the closet. Those skeletons, they're not going to be unearthed. Um, And uh, we have a little relationship. We have a little bit of a deal going on that uh, he lets me do my thing and I let him do his. So go ahead, Mike. Go tell him. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll go with you, man. I'll go say that I did it too. I'll tell him everything. I'll say, Mike got me. Look at that. And I guarantee you, Mike you will not get the result that you wanted. So Mike and Mr. Pugs, after Mr. Pugs finishes his, like, his frickin' villain speech, right? They, they just kind of stare at each other for a second. Because remember, Mr. Mike went into this interaction with the upper hand in his mind. Mike went in thinking, okay, I got the edge in this combo. I basically got him by the nuts at this point. He's got to do what I say. Or, you know, suffer the consequences. I win either way, because in Mike's mind... He would either be able to turn and work or not turn and work at all and get a good grade for free, or Mr. Pugs would be fired and he'd get a new teacher who's actually fair, right? So win-win. But what ended up happening was he realized that Mr. Pugs, right, Mike was playing checkers, but Mr. Pugs was playing freaking 3D chess. He, he was 10 moves ahead at all time. This was Emperor Palpatine level of planning. And Mike just stands there. He's a little bit like an ah. He's kind of like, this guy, this guy's low-key my hero, bro. But he's my villain. He's my enemy right now. But I, I'm kind of looking up to him a little bit. But mostly Mike was just, he, he got got. Mike was got. And Mr. Pugs knew this. Mr. Pugs wasn't gloating. He wasn't smiling too heavily or anything. He wasn't like dancing, doing a little Fortnite default dance or something. But 
Mr. Pugs kind of just stood there with the same air of confidence as he's always had. And now that confidence made sense to Mike. Now Mike understands why Mr. Pugs is so confident. Because Mr. Pugs realized that he's good. Mr. Pugs could hit a teacher over, or hit a, hit a student over the head with a textbook. Being like, wrong answer. Let me, let, me, let me beat it into you. Wouldn't matter, right? And uh, Mike was like, all right, I, 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 I see. Mike gets up and leaves. Mike goes back home, feeling absolutely defeated. I mean, understandably so. I mean, Mike went into this, putting in all this effort to try and get himself a good position. Mike did not see a, a scenario where he did not walk away winning. He was either going to get a free A's in the class or get a new teacher and be treated fairly. Now Mike's walking away feeling as if he can do nothing. So he goes back home and immediately he gets a call from his friend on Discord. So he's in his chair, goes over, picks up the call. And this is a friend who got him the, the information and everything. And the friend's like, dude, did it work? Like, what's up? And Mike just goes on to just tell him everything that happened. By the end, so the friend entered the Discord call with all this excitement, giddy, joy, whatever. By the end of the call, the friend was dead silent. You could tell that this story knocked the wind out of his friend. And Mike's just like, man, I just don't know what to do. There is nothing I can do. So in a dire situation like this, this is why, like, look, sometimes you just don't have good relationships with your parents and that's out of your control. But if there's any amount of control you have over that, I'm talking to you guys right now. Sometimes it's way too hard. It's way too complicated. And I, I'm sorry for you guys who are in that position. But if you're in a position where your parent really wants to have a good relationship with you, you're not putting in the effort, please put in the effort. And this is an example of why. Mike had a good relationship with his dad. Very wise guy. People who live a lot, a lot of wisdom is through life experience and it compounds over time. Your parents have had a lot of life experience for the good and the bad. And so Mike goes down to his dad, who's always kind of like his trusty navigator in times of crisis. And Mike sits down. He explains everything to his dad. And his dad kind of like thinks about it for a second. And is like, oh, wow, you know, this is, this is a situation you're in, Mike. This really is. Mike's dad is like, well, Mike, we're, we're playing the leverage game here. Um, and it seemed that like the circle that you went to to apply leverage was just too small. Mr. Pugs, your teacher, had already gotten that covered. But Mike, the world is a lot bigger than your school. And Mike is kind of looking at his dad with a very confused look. Like, what are you trying to say? And uh, Mike's dad is like, well, Mike, I don't, I don't think you're out of the game. I, I think you could still win very easily. And Mike's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, Mike, did you ever think beyond your school? And Mike's like, what, what, what do you mean? Like, what? And Mike's dad is like, you know, you, you know the local paper? You know that, like, the guy who writes most of those stories or approves most of the stories? I'm actually close friends with. I uh, used to go to school with him. You know, we were fraternity brothers together, and we just ended up in the same time. Uh, the same, uh, sorry, the, the same neighborhood. And uh, I, I get coffee with him once a month. We catch up. Actually, I was going to see him in a couple days. I think you should let your principal know that, you know, you have a pretty good relationship to the local press here. And that a story like this is a story that they're looking for. They're looking for something like this. In the era of click-through rate and you need really exciting news stories, well, this is pretty exciting. And that's when Mike realized, instead of applying pressure against the, the, the Mr. Pugs, he, should, he now has to apply pressure, pressure against the principal. So anyways, the next day, uh, Mike sends an email to the principal, asks to get a meeting. Principal's very like, yeah, of course, like, come on in. 
Mike sits down. He's like, hello. <laughs> Realizing he's about to go to like one of the most high stakes, stressful, like something that you never expect when you're in eighth grade, man. So Mike explains to the principal, look, I'm in a situation. All I want is to not have to, and by the end, like he basically explains what Mr. Pugs does, does, and the principal is looking at him very like, <laughs> kind of like a very awkward, like, I can't do anything about that. And he explains, like, look, I know you can't necessarily do anything about that because you want to be on good terms with the teacher. And the principal's like, yes, fair enough. And, uh, you know, Mike's like, you know, I just really want to, I just really, I just really want to go about just not having to pay for my grades. The principal's like, that is fair. Principal's like, thinking about it, 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 it's taking the principal like 30 seconds to respond to each prompt, even if the principal just says yes. He has to think about his words very carefully. And Mike's like, look, here's the deal. I need you to talk to, uh, you know, your teacher friend about changing his mind about me specifically. And the principal's like, well, I don't know. Like, Mr. Pugs is, you know, he's very, very stuck in his ways. He's got a lot of personality, as I'm sure you know. And Mike's like, all right, I'll cut to the chase. My family knows the, you know, the publications around here really well. It's got a really close personal connection with the, the head editor, whatever it's called, right? I have extensive and damning evidence against Mr. Pugs. It will be the top headline on Friday if you do not figure this out. And when Mike said that, the face in the print, like the face of the principal, all the color in it drains away slowly. The principal now realizes that this is dire. So yeah, let me just say that uh, the rest of the story goes something along the lines of nothing was ever aired in the newspaper, nothing was ever run, right? The principal kept his job, Mr. Pugs kept his job, and Mike, well, let me just say that he got an A in that class. This was an absolutely crazy story. I appreciate you guys for submitting the most insane stuff that has ever happened to you. Submit stuff to my Instagram in the description. Click on one of the videos on screen right now if you wanna support the channel. And peace.